Coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio in Woodstock, Georgia, this is Fearless Formula with Sharon Klein. And welcome to a fabulous Friday Fearless Formula. Uh, I am Sharon Klein, and I am your host for the show um, on Business Radio X. I'm so excited today because I have like a different kind of energy in the studio. I've got Derek Jensen of, Pre- of Jensen's Precision Power Washing. Woo-woo. <laughs> what's really fun about having him on the show is like it's been almost a year since he's been well it's been about nine months since he's been um here and it was sort of the beginning of his journey um right. for the show before um even me i've only been was on the show maybe four months or something so i still felt like i was getting my sea legs and so we kind of had the same thing like let's talk about where we've gone you know in that time so i'm excited to to catch up with you again and i officially you are the owner manager and ceo at jensen's precision power washing yes ma'am which sounds so badass i just want to say thank you <laughs> It really is badass. We do some badass things. Yeah, you do. If it's dirty or stained, we clean it. <laughs> For that clean time, holler at the sauce slinger. You hear me? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, fun. Okay, one of the best things about Derek is that he is from Boston, and that is where I was born, you know, Massachusetts and New England. And so spending time with him is like talking to my family members. And the next thing you know, I start saying wicked, and I don't know. I, it's amazing how all of a sudden I kind of default to my my old school way of speaking, not my very American general, you know, but yeah. it's like wicked awesome, things like that. Okay. Really? All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Derek, you wanted to come back on the show. We've talked a couple times about this because you've got some changes that you're um, kind of going through, you're expanding, but you also have some really valuable information for people to know that I think as, as uh, not only a person who is in a small business, but you're also a consumer out there, you, you would want to have this information for yourself. So that's what I like is that you really are trying to help people here. Yes. Yes. This isn't just to promote my business or grow my business. Um, it's, it's, Yes, it's part of that, but the, my main focus here is to bring knowledge and bring understanding to homeowners on exactly what position they're in with the new changes due to the insurance industry and the way that insurance companies are covering warranties on roofs now. So what? Okay, so what? What are some of the major points that you think people don't know? So a couple of the major points that people don't know is the difference between shingles. Okay. okay. People just think a shingle roof is a shingle roof, and that's further from the truth. Um, you got some that are absolutely garbage, and then you got some that will last a lifetime, mm-hmm. and and a range in between. Um, it's very very important when you're dealing with a roof that you're you're putting quality shingles. Do you up find there. people are wanting to not spend as much so they get a lesser quality shingle? I think what it is is, um, you know, and I'm I'm going to give. Um, um, Gaff, a huge plug here. Okay. Uh, I, I am a little biased. I, I think Gaff is a great company. They make a great, great shingle. And, um, you know, talking to them and, and talking to their service department, um, th- their communication skills are awesome. They're really proud of their product and they stand behind it. So um, the big thing that I wanted to get into, um, and, and I'll basically – give a short little heck yeah um let's go through it intro so you have the major players uh today in the in the shingle game are certainteed gaff iko atlas roofing and owens corning okay those okay. are those are the the top manufacturers 
um, of the different shingles that are out yeah, there that n- generally people are using? Not 99% of the roofs here in Georgia will have these shingles Got on you. them. One of these will be on those roofs. Got you. Um, and they have all different lines. You know, they have a, a shingle that's, um, you know, low in cost, medium in cost, and high in cost. Um, what I want to talk about today and bring light to is the manufacturer's warranty versus the allergy-resistant warranty. Okay. Um, the past five years, these companies that I just mentioned, Certainty, GAF, IKO, Atlas Roofing, and Owens Corning, they've all used this copper technology. And um, as we all know, copper will re- resist allergy. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, yeah. Copper is, is a natural allergy resistant. That's why, and, and it comes from the ground. Copper comes from the earth. Okay. Right? So if you ever look at a place where there's heavy copper deposits, you're going to see mold and mildew doesn't grow there. So is that why they use them in air conditioning units? And right. Why they, oh, I got you. Right. Look at me learning today. Okay. I just never paid attention to that. So all, I appreciate the information. All simple, no-brainer stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, but it's stuff that you don't know until someone kind of exactly. puts light on why it. Why would right? I know? Right. So um, these shingle manufacturers, they're all using a copper-based technology. Uh, and they're infusing the granules of the shingles with copper so that they become allergy resistant. Well, that's amazing. It is. It's, it's a great idea. Um, and most of the country it works, but here in Georgia, I mean, it doesn't, you know, they say allergy resistant, they, every, every single one of them guarantee it for 10 years here in Georgia, you're lucky if you get five. Why? Just because of the humidity, the heat, the climate here. Um, it's a breeding ground for the bacteria called gliocapsomagma, which is what the black lines actually is. Oh, no way. So yeah, that's what people ask you to come and clear off the black lines that they have on their roofs? Yeah, you know, and people don't even really know that they have them up there. Because um, how do you see, right? You're right. You know, people don't even look. Um, but yeah, that's what we do. People say, hey, I got some black lines on my roof. Or, hey, can you clean my roof off? And they don't even realize what's going on up there. And so I'm here to bring light to it and, um, you know, let people know, hey, look, there are a few alternatives to this. Um Another important thing, that, which is why I'm kind of doing this, is um, over the past two years, you've had a lot of insurance companies take a big, big hit on replacing roofs because you got roofing companies going out there and putting in claims saying, yep, yep, they need a new roof, and they don't. Oh, really? Okay, right. So insurance companies are like, well, we're not a roofing company. We don't know. We're trusting them, but we're losing money left and right here. Like we're, we're, we're replacing a lot of roofs. Well, and insurance companies, as you know, they're in the business to make money. They're yeah. not in the business to lose money. So this sparked the insurance company to do a little bit of their own investigation. And what they found is that all these um, shingle manufacturers, every single one says that, yes, these shingles will last X amount of years if you're doing the maintenance. Mm-hmm. So insurance company says, well, what is the maintenance? And so Armor, which stands for the Asphalt Roofing Manufacturer Shingles Association, they say any shingle, all shingles, every three to five years, you're supposed to have your roof soft washed. That's part of roof maintenance. Well, I've, I had never done that. Ever no in one any does. of my houses that I know This of. is all new in the past two years. Oh. 
And because of this, insurance companies have now, you know, taken their list of roofs that they have that they're insuring and they're sending up drones and they're taking pictures of aerial shots of the roofs. And if you got black lines all over your roof, you're getting a letter in the mail that says, hey, listen, uh, you're not keeping up with your roof maintenance, so we're not going to renew you at the end of the year. Holy cow. Who? How are you supposed to know these things? What letter goes out to explain these things to any homeowner? It doesn't. Just the one saying you're not getting renewed and then you got to figure it out. That's awful. And so that's why I'm here doing this right now. Thank it's you. already happened to a few people in Georgia, I'm sure. There's going to be some people that are listening to this that, uh, oh, I got one of those letters. You know, it's a real thing. It's happening. And it's a shame. Um, because th- at that point, it puts the homeowner in a real pickle. Yes. Like a real big well, pickle. Well, how would you know? You know, of course, if you know something to prevent an issue, you'll do it as a homeowner. Right. Most people. So if you, d- if you have no idea and you're getting censured because of it, you know, you're told no, denied. Well, you would have done it if you knew. Well, here's the thing. Once you get that letter saying we're not going to renew you. Now you got to go find insurance somewhere. And when you go to look for insurance, the insurance company is going to say, well, why do you need insurance? Well, because my insurance company isn't going to renew me. Why? Well, because they say, well, you need a new roof before we'll touch you. And no, But they don't need a new roof. They just need a cleaning. They don't, they don't need a $20,000 new roof. They need a $2,000 soft wash. Let me repeat that. They don't need a $20,000 new roof. They need a $2,000 soft wash. But because they're in this situation now, there's no way out. They got to get a new roof and they don't need that. It's the waste. And it's not covered under insurance either because yeah. they're not keeping up with the maintenance. So homeowners are, are um, and, I, and, I, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but homeowners are ignorant to this. Okay. And um, I'm here to just kind of shed light, bring, bring notice and say, hey, look, you know, it, it's important to start looking up. Every time you walk out of your house or back out of your garage and you're sitting there and you're waiting for the door to shut, just look up. You know, just take a good look up at your roof. See if you got some black lines up there. If you do, they'll be real easy to see. If you do, call me. So this is mostly happening in Georgia that because they don't even last that long because our climate and maybe other regionally areas like Florida maybe. Right. Right. Or- so, so parts of Florida, Georgia, parts of Alabama, um, South Carolina. South, like, yeah, this this whole little Southeast. area right here. Um, who, who knew? I had no idea. Yeah, it's just it's just the way the climate is. You know, we got uh, gliocapsin magma, which is a living bacteria, which is what those black lines are. It actually has a name. Okay. Okay. Don't ask me to spell it. My third grade <laughs> education ain't going to handle that. All right. <laughs> Fine. Mine either. I don't know how but to spell but that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called gliocapsin magma, and it's actually a living bacteria. Okay, and as we know, Ooh. bacteria is probably one of the nastiest things on this. It spreads so fast, right? Right. So because it's a living bacteria, its diet is the granules of the shingles. That's why it's there. Who knew? Okay, that's what it eats. That's what it thrives off of. Now, it needs three things in order to, to, to thrive. It needs heat, it needs humidity, and it needs moisture. We have that in abundance here. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's no other place in this world that has the, the those three levels in such a high level all together. You know, if you think about geographically the way the United States is set up, Georgia and Florida are really the only two places that have that kind of extreme heat, humidity and moisture mm-hmm. all in one mm-hmm. all the time. Texas is really close. 
but they don't have the moisture. Yeah, they're dry. If they had the moisture in Texas, oh, it'd be over with. Roofs would be whittled with it out there. So generally speaking, if you're not in this sort of southeast area, your roof can be expected to last a lifetime. A lifetime, and you don't have to worry. But but washing it every how often would you have to wash it if you're in a different area? If you're in a different area. Maybe five years plus. I was going to say five to 10 years if you really start to see it not looking great. But here in Georgia, it's much more critical. Right. It's, it's extremely critical because what happens is the gliocapsid magma gets up there. It starts eating the granules, deteriorating the granules. And then the shingle is wide open. It's got no protection. It's got no armor on it. So it. when the wind comes in, the hail comes in, it's basically up there naked and it's taking a beating. And that's how you get hail damage, wind damage, and storm damage. It causes the shingles to lift, all that stuff. It's it's the beginning of the end of your shingles when you see black lines up there. That, and I think about the beginning and the end of any savings that you could potentially have. Right. right. Because, I mean, if your roof goes, you know, that's leaking down. Uh, so, so now we're not talking just shingles. Okay. Right. Now, now we're talking plywood. Yeah. Uh, Sheetrock. Um, if it's really bad and it gets into the wiring and starts blowing some sockets, uh, you know, you see the little circles on people's ceilings all yeah, the time. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's a direct effect of gliocapsid magma being up on the roof and no one taking care of it. And it's just doing its thing, doing its thing. And over time, this is what we get. Do you see when you're driving around, you just look at roofs and you're just like, Oh my God, this is a disaster. Like all the time. I got to stop myself. Cause I want to get out of the truck and knock <laughs> on the door. Yeah. I've actually done that a few times. Have you? Yeah. You've been like, listen, I know. Yeah, look, I'm trying yeah. to save you. <laughs> Yeah, it's terrible, and, and 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 people just don't know. No, that's you know? the thing. And, and and the other thing is, we live in a world today where people are so like afraid of being tooken. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go to them with something like that, they kind of look at you sideways, like, "Are you telling me the truth?" Yeah, or what's, are you, what's in it for you? Because right? they've never heard of this before, so they're like, "What are you talking about, Willis?" You know? <laughs> uh, all right. So initially, you were Jensen Precision Power Washing, but now. You have gone into helping in the roof part. Yeah. How did that happen? Um, well, I mean, I, I've always washed roofs, right? That That's one of the services we do. You know, we wash houses, roofs, gutters, driveways. Like I said, if it's dirty, we clean it. Right. And so roof cleaning has always been a part of the soft washing industry or pressure washing industry, which whichever word tickles your fancy. Um, however, there... There, there's never been a service in the pressure washing industry that's a mandatory service. Everything we do or any anything a pressure washer company does, it's it's all a want, not a need. It's a request, right? Right. I so, want to sell my house. I want it to look nice. Right. So you don't – if you don't pay your power bill, you don't have power, right? Pressure washing isn't like that. You don't need somebody to come wash your house. You just want somebody to do it, right? So none of our services have been, really been a need. Like like homeowners don't need us. It's more of a luxury item if they can afford it um, and um, or a maintenance item if they can afford it. You know, that's why you see so many homes that look terrible. You know, you drive by, you're like, geez, what a nice home, but it's dirty. It's got, you know, allergy growing on it. They just... You know, they're, they're living above their means. I mean, every month the bills come in and there's nothing else. So paying to get the home washed, they can't because they're paying too much, you know. Um, so those things happen. But basically with the roof stuff, the way the roof stuff came along for me is that after washing roofs and, and seeing this change 
with the insurance companies, that's what made me go, hey, a light bulb came on there. And so I started watching the trend, you know, following the trend because it applied to me. It applied to my business. It's what I do. And so I said, if there's going to be some changes going on, I want to make sure that I'm ahead of that curve so so that it's not such a big curve to come around when you try to learn it, right? Like I want to be in those conversations and be in those rooms and be proactive in what I was doing so that I could then protect the homeowners that I'm servicing. Got you. Right? Because good customer service is what really gets you business. Um, I put up a post the other day, a little simple saying that, that hit me and uh, come up with this all on my own. It was, if you want to stay be in business, you got to stay in business. And, and I put read that twice. Because I wasn't just talking about staying in business. I was talking about staying in the business. You know, the roofing company business, the insurance, get in their business. You know, if it's got to do with your business, make their business your, be a part of the business, right? Are you finding that not all companies are doing that? No, they're not. No. Um, here in this general area, there's, there's maybe, and I don't want to, you know, throw any names out there because we're not going to do that, but there's only a handful of us, um, out of the bazillion that are pressure washing that are actually serious and taking the time to learn these things. There's, there's not many companies that are authentic in what they do. It's a hustle. It's a hustle. Interesting. Well, I mean, it is right. There's, there's that element of making money, right. which totally get, makes sense. Obviously it's a business, but you're talking about a different level of care. Yeah, this is, this is, um, Jensen's precision power washing is here to stay. Um, you know, we pride ourselves on being, the only exterior cleaning solutions company in Cherokee County. Um, that's a title that we hold. We are a full service exterior cleaning solutions company. If you call us, we're not going to tell you no. Okay. Um, we do everything. Wet sandblasting. I mean, we do everything. Um, there's not another company out there that does what we do. And roofs. Right. So, and we, we get called a lot of times to, to go help other companies. You know, a, a lot of these big wash companies, they'll, they'll call us and say, hey, you know, we need your expertise on this. We got a big one. We need another truck. We need another set of hands. We need somebody that knows what they're doing. We need someone with chemical knowledge. And they'll call me, and I'll go help them out. Or, um, for example, and I'll give him a plug because he's a good friend of mine, um, Nick Staten. I want to make sure I get that right. Staten. I got it right there, Nick, didn't I? And, uh, Nick. Yeah, he's busting my balls all the time because I mispronounced his last name. So, uh <laughs> So yeah, so so Nick's a really good guy. He owns Wet and Wild down um, in, in, in um, the Decatur area. Okay, and um, you know we talk all the time. We're going to conventions together. We're sharing knowledge together, and um, you know I, I've helped him out a bunch. He's helped me out a bunch, and, and that's just kind of the way it works. Like I said, there's there's a lot of us here in Georgia that do this, but there's only a real small core group of us that stick together like a band of brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Um, that that's been that's been a great help to me too. Well, how wonderful to be able to to feel like you've got a family in this environment. You're supporting each other, and what you learn, you share. Yeah, it's not well to a degree. Oh, oh, to well, a I was going to say there's room for everyone, right? You want you want there to be people that care as much as you do, so you share what you know. But I imagine you still want to be the one in Cherokee County who's covering all the bases, right? right? Like you, you can definitely sit down and eat at my table, but I'm not giving you my damn table. <laughs> But you can come eat. But you can come sit down anytime you want. 
I've heard that there that phrase that's like with friends where, you know, I still want you to eat. I just don't want you to eat at my table. Like I still want good things for you, but you're just not going to be in my life kind of thing. So I like how you put a little spin on that. Look at you, Derek. Here we go. Original. <laughs> Original. So what has it been like for you to expand your business? Um, very difficult. Um, it's been very, very difficult and challenging. It's been a lot of fun, but um, this little journey that I'm on, that you know, I've done a lot of things in life. You know, we talked about this the last time we I was did. on the show. We did. And um, I mean, I've done so much in my life, but I can honestly say that growing this business has been the absolute most hardest thing I've ever done in my life. What is hard about it? Well, um, because- first of all, I have no business running a business. Let's just be honest, okay? <laughs> But you are running um, but a business. But here we are in business, so hey, man, right? <laughs> well, there are a lot of people who have dreams like you do or want to run a business, and it is daunting. It's scary. There are so many aspects of it that people don't know, and they don't do it. because right. And fear. so it, fear. that's why this is called Fearless Formula. So one of the things that you had talked about is how the leap of faith that you took to start this business and, and become somebody you never even thought you could ever be. And what I love is that that's every man's story. We all have our own hero journey story. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to save ourselves and be our own heroes. And that's kind of what you're doing in your own way. So, but that doesn't mean that you're just fearlessly out there doing everything and not caring about consequences. But that's what we're talking about now is like, what is that like for you well, to try to manage? Yeah, it's, um, see, I'm a little crazy. Um, <laughs> I got no filter and I'll just say what I'm thinking. Okay. So. I've had to dial that back. That's been a little oh, difficult. Wait, have you had somebody say they don't well, like something? What? I, I um, Maybe like the past six months, I, I've, I've really kind of like um, put a lot of energy into finding out like who my tribe is. You know, where do I, what tribe do I belong to? Because you, you can't do it by yourself, right? That's one of the lessons I've learned over the past year is – um, as much as I love the the thought of, hey, look, this is all me. I did this, Mr. Big Back, you know, <laughs> it it doesn't. It, it's only going to get you so far. You, you definitely need a tribe. Like if you want to succeed, you definitely need a tribe. Not only do you need a tribe, like you need to be part of a tribe and then you need to have your own tribe that you lead. Got you. Right? So – that would be the biggest thing that I could say to people um, that are that are at that stage where they're in business and they're trying to get to that next level, but they're not really sure and they just can't seem to get there. Evaluate your tribe. Are you part of a tribe? Number one, are you part of a tribe? And what is your position in that tribe? And then the second thing is, do you lead your own tribe and w- what does that look like? Once you can kind of put those two things together – you're going to find that the success ball just rolls. So have you had to change a little bit of who you were before you met your tribe? How did, how did you find your tribe? Um, Cause you said you have to change the way that you relate to people a little bit. Well, well, um, uh, you're like an aw shucks right now. Yeah. So, so, so basically what it is, is, um, is, um, I'm trying to think of the word that, um, that was said, um, I can't, I can't think of it off the top of my head okay. right now, but, um, yeah. So I, I basically sought out, um, a few people that I, I realized in the community that I live in that, that are, that are doing things that, that I align with, you know, um, their visions, their actions, their, their participation to the community. Cause I'm a big community guy, you know, precision power washing and restoration. We're a community company. Um, 
you know, this is going to be our second year taking care of the senior center in Canton, um, you know, taking care of our seniors. I remember you mentioning that last time. Yeah, we yeah. didn't let that go, okay, yeah. and we still do that. Um, matter of fact, we got to meet with Tim over there in October. Um, awesome. We're community-driven here. And so I wanted to try to – I, I knew us that if I'm going to be part of a tribe, it needs to be a community-based tribe. It needs to be something that's doing something within the community because that's yeah. where I align, right? Right. Right. The problem is. What's the, the problem? The problem is, is that um, I'm. I, I'll say what I feel, and 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 I don't. You know, I don't hold nothing back. And well, if, if you don't South, like it, yeah. But we're in the South, right? So we sugarcoat and we dance around. Yeah, and the passive aggressive just ain't me. You know what I mean? I'm just straight aggressive. You know, there's no passive anything. And um, how does that go for you? Right. And so I've had to adjust that. Right. And so um, I. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> back in, I think it was November of last year. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I had I had caught on to this this um, little movement that's happening called the Black Sheep Project, and um, talked about this. Yeah, I loved it. And um, and and so I started kind of like following along that, and then realized that 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 Mr. Gary Lamb is you know kind of a really big deal. I mean, he's doing a lot of things. He's got the Black Sheep Project podcast that he does, and he's helping all kinds of people through that. You know, he's reaching all kinds, he's mentoring people, he's helping people grow, he's, you know, doing all kinds of things there. Having, you know, men be able to hold themselves accountable, you know, it's it's really a good thing that he's doing through that Black Sheep Project podcast. Um, and then he's got uh, Revival Events, you know, he does all the events, uh, Guardians of the, uh, of the Jukebox that he just did. Uh, I heard about that. Yeah, so he's he's all over the place doing that. Um, the Barbecue and Brews Festival yeah. that he does. He just did Making Bacon down there. Um, I mean, the guy is just, you know, he doesn't stop. Yeah. Right? But he's, he's got his heart in the community. And, he, and, and, then he, and, then he's, and then he's my pastor as well, right? He, he's, he's the head of Action Church in Canton. So... Um, you know, Gary is just one of those guys that I just immediately kind of fell in love with. No homo or nothing like that. But, <laughs> um, you know, yeah, I just I just immediately attached to the guy. And um, and I said, this is either going to go really, really good or this is going to go really, really bad. But uh, I'm 6'3", and I ain't as scared of shit, so let's get it, Gary. <laughs> and uh, and that's how it went, right? And so, um, yeah. He's on board, though. He's on board. It took him, but it took him a little bit. You know, I'll be honest. Like, this is what I'm talking about. You know, we'll go back to the tribe thing, okay? Um, I let it be known. Hey, listen, I want to be a part of your tribe, you know? And uh, in the beginning, it wasn't really received that well, right? Interesting. Yeah, because, you know, he's like, listen, this is my tribe. Yes, but, you know, just because I want you here doesn't mean everyone else wants you here. You know, when you can't be coming in here disrupting the the vibe, you know, so there was a lot of things that I had to take accountability for, you know, and and really take a step back and look at and say, geez, you know, um, am I, am I allowing, you know, my, my own self love to, to be toxic in my life, right? Like, am I... Am I ignoring some things that need to change and and using self-love as a way to deflect a negative that I should be looking at? Derek, this is deep. Yeah. Deep thoughts. And you have to be so real with yourself and not many people like 
They to, can't. It's shameful. They can't. They, 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 they get like in the mirror. They look at themselves and they go, oh, I don't like that. So they put on a mask. And, and all that does is fuck everybody else up too because now no one knows who you really are and what you're really about. So they, you know, we take people at face value and I start dealing with you for six to eight months and then I find out, wait a minute, this isn't even – this is a mask. This isn't even this person and it's just – So upsetting. Yeah, it's, it's a real letdown. You know, it's a real letdown. So you have had to kind of ask yourself what you ultimately really want and then change according to that. Yeah, like what where where what are my what are my priorities in life? You know, like where do I want to be? Now that I've kind of like gotten over that hump, you know, um moving, you know, we touched on this in the last podcast. People can go on and look at it. It's on your page. Yep. Um, with all the changes and all the things I've overcome in life and, and getting my life back after spending 17 years in the federal prison system, you know, and I'm only 47, that's half my life. So a- a- after doing all that and getting it all back and, and, and rebuilding everything and, and doing it on a solid foundation this time, right? Like I had a really, really good empire going, but I didn't have it on built on a solid foundation. And that's why I lost it. Right? Like, God came in and, took, and he said, this wasn't your blessing. You you made this blessing. This wasn't God made. This was Derek made. And he took it. Mm-hmm. Right? And so now that I'm at a point in my life where I'm able to acknowledge that and accept that and, and, and heal from that, this company is what he's given me. Like, this is your blessing. This is the foundation. Right. And so – you know, after kind of getting over that hurdle, it took me two and a half years, right? And then um, two and a half years of getting over that, I, I started to look around and I'm like, yeah, you know, um, you're going to have to use a lot more tact and you're going to have to really, really, really tone this down some because people don't like the brash so much. You know, it's a lot to take. I'm a lot. I'm, I'm a lot of energy. And... um most people have a real hard time with it. So I've had to dumb that down for some folks. <laughs> dumb it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is so counterintuitive because you want to be like a smart person business owner and you want to be as aggressive as you feel like you need to for your business, but you don't want it to be, you know, shooting yourself in the foot, so to speak. Yeah, and it, and and you flirt with that line like you always want to be yourself, right? You never want to be something you're not, right? And so – I find myself struggling with that a lot. Like, am I doing this to appease this person or am I doing this because this is who I really am? And in business, sometimes you have to know how to flirt with that line because you're going to have to do some of that if you want success, you know, and, and you that's part of it. Like you got to know how to flirt that line. How do you know which one you're playing to, whether or not you're being authentic to yourself or you're being appeasing to somebody else. It always starts off as uh, authentic to myself. It always starts that way. But the minute I realize, you know, in dealing with a customer or in, in dealing with a relationship or, or friendship or anything else, as soon as I realize that um, they, they don't appreciate my authentic self, that's when I have to evaluate, okay, how far do I want to go with this guy to appease them? How important are they to me? And where do they align in my success? And that just gives me a level of, you know, where I'll go with that person, right? Because not everyone is 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 going to want to get on board the journey. 
What I like, though, is you're talking about being very honest with yourself in what you really want. Like, in other words, a lot of business owners, the dollar is the ultimate decision yes. maker. Yes. And you're saying that's not the case here. Again, you know, I, I've learned to live without money. And, and I suggest that uh, everyone gets that opportunity. I mean, I know everyone thinks going to prison is a horrible thing. But do some time in, in a serious institution and you'll realize that there's so many things that you can do in life without money. It doesn't take money to be happy at all. And if, if that's, if, 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 if money is, is the route to happiness for you, you got life all fucked up. Not only that, but I think do believe that there's never enough money when you have that mentality. There's never enough. It's almost like I saw this person had won. What was it like a billion dollars in the lottery? I can't remember. It was some crazy number, but like, the government took half or whatever, and you're like, what? I only get $500 million? But when you think about it, like... Only? Only. But because you initially got so much, it doesn't seem like it's enough. You know, I don't think I can ever have enough money or chocolate or sleep chocolate. or pleasure. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many things that I sort of feel is, like, endless. So when your value system is something like that, you're never really, truly satisfied in your soul. Right. I was being sarcastic. There's enough money in the world and chocolate. I just want you to know that. Maybe not chocolate. Maybe not chocolate. <laughs> All right. I should have brought chocolate instead of t-shirts. No. <laughs> or t-shirts that Derek brings me. <laughs> okay. So you've had to become very serious about who you are and what you want in your business sense and that there've been some changes you've made. Are there any other moments that you've had that have been surprising to you as you've expanded in this past year? Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the biggest surprises was, um, you know, I I never realized um, exactly h how much of a role I was playing within the community. Wow, really? Yeah, because um, you, you know, here in Cherokee County, especially this little area, Canton, Woodstock, Holly Springs, this little area, it's um. It, it's it's big, but it's small, if that makes any sense. Yes. Right? I mean, it's not hard to rub shoulders with somebody who knows somebody. Yes. You know? Um, and so somewhere down the line, one of your friends is going to know one of my friends. It's just that big of a small town, right? It's just big enough where we have our space, but it's small enough to where somebody knows somebody, mm -hmm. right? And so that's that's where it's at for me is – um getting to that point to whereas my name is respected. I don't necessarily need it to be liked. I need it to be respected. Right. And so that's kind of where, where it's been now. And that's kind of what we're doing is um, we, we did make some mistakes in the beginning, you know, um, and, and we caused s some issues um, trying to grow, you know, people in the way, a couple elbows, like people don't like that, <laughs> but I'm coming through, you know, <laughs> And um, so we created a few little issues, gotcha. right? You ruffled feathers, so to speak. Plucked them more like it. Yeah. <laughs> Not ruffled them. I was hungry. I wanted chicken that night, you know? Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. So we've had to come, kind of go back and, and make amends and, make amends and mend some fences. Yeah. Interesting. And, and then, um, not, but, but, but then carry that through and, and then make the changes so that we don't do that again. Got you. Right. So that's been kind of the, the biggest thing with us. Um, yeah. You haven't had someone to lead you through this process though. You've had to learn all of this pretty much on your own. All on my own. And so how would you know? Exactly. You know, make a mistake. That's how you find out. Yeah. 
You know, just don't make it twice. It's okay to make it once, just don't make it twice. But also owning up to it, that's big because a lot of business owners make the mistakes and then they just blame something else or someone else. But to right. to take accountability is does create credibility for yourself and a respect. See, that's a really double-edged sword with me because um, even if I wanted to do something like that, which I never would, um, but even if I wanted to, where? Where am I going to put it? This is me. It's you. It's all on your shoulder. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was my secretary. You don't have one of those. <laughs> oh, shit. Right. You know? Yeah. So there's nowhere else to put it but me. Now, that's a good thing and a bad thing, right? Because at the end of the day, if it's good, it's, it's really good. But if it's bad, then 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 it's it's me in the truck dealing with me on the way home, and that's never a good ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Where do you, okay, so if you were to say that you do have a fearless formula, what would you say your fearless formula is for your business? Um, <laughs> it's a good question. Yay, I like good questions. Um, we just, you know, we just want to go out and, and, and show that we can compete at the highest efficiency level out there. And we want to bring value to everything we do. That That's basically our fearless formula is making sure that every job we do, every customer we deal with has an amazing experience. And um, that's basically it. You know, we want to let people know that, you know, we're here, we care, and we're going to take care of you. We're not trying to dig in your pockets. Don't you think that people can feel when you're not being authentic? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, or when you're nickel and diming them for something that they don't technically need, but you know, because you're the expert. Right. And social media has, has brought that to the foreground. Really? Yeah. Because I mean, you know, people, people could get to see it now a lot more on social media, you know, yeah, and, it's, it's immediate as well. Right. And so you do that enough times to enough people and, you're done. You know, yeah. it, it's going to spread like wildfire on social media. And you do that once or twice, man, you can make or break your company. You know, what do you think at the end of the day when you're driving home, what's the feeling that you have that you just kind of give yourself a high five? Like I just did a good, I just, I had a good day. So I'll go a little bit deeper on that. It doesn't matter if it was a good day or a bad day or, or anything like that. At the end of the day, when I'm going home, I give myself a high five because I'm going home and I get to do this again tomorrow. So if it was a great day, we get to do tomorrow even better, right? And if it was a bad day, then that means tomorrow is easy because it can't get any worse. So, you know, we already got the bad one out the way. Let's get the rest of the good ones going the rest of the week. And you get to go home. And we get to go home. And do it again. And do it again. And it's not have to, it's get to. Right. Because there was a lot of years in my life that I didn't get to go home. Oh. Yeah. Well, Derek, I can't thank you enough for coming by and sharing more of your story and your journey. And I just have to say, candidly, you have such a depth to your spirit that you are willing to share that I don't always get to access here on Fearless Formula. Mm. So I want to thank you for being so willing to share the things that you're learning and not lead with pride and hubris and, you know, this, I'm so great and my business is so great, but you're like, here's my struggle. Because what that does is like, 
gives permission for everyone else to feel like it's okay for them to struggle. It is. And we all do. Yeah. And, and the biggest thing is it's okay to struggle, but it's also okay to, you know, hold yourself accountable there too. Like, um, it, it, I think we make things a lot more harder than we have. Yeah. To, you know, <laughs> I know I do. And, um, but with that, I, I want to kind of jump into a couple things. Sure. Um, cause I know we're running short on time. Yes. Um, I did bring some stuff um, that I wanted to touch on. You know, Please feel free. Yeah. So with the roofing industry, um, again, there's a lot of changes with the insurance companies. And um, insurance companies are really starting to take a good long look now at the roofs that they insure. Um, and, and I just want to talk to all the people that may be listening and, and the people that are live on my Facebook. Um, Allergy-resistant shingles with copper technology is really a thing. It's not a gimmick. It's really a thing. Um, here in Georgia, if you're not using a copper infused technology shingle, you're wasting your money. You're absolutely wasting your money. And here's why. Um, and I'm going to use GAF for example. I mean, certainty, GAF, IKO, Atlas Roofing and Orange Corning all will do this, but GAF is the most easiest to deal with. Okay. Right. So I like them. Um, so GAF has a, a product called Timberline HDZ. That's their allergy-resistant line, okay? And they say that you need to use the proper hips, ridges, and everything when installing these shingles that come along with this. Yes. So, yes, it's at the top of the price point, okay? Um, however, here's the beauty of it. If you have the Timberline HDZ shingles with all the proper hips and ridges on it, and you ever get black lines on your roof, you'll never pay for a soft wash. Interesting. GAF will cover that cleaning because they stand behind their product. Okay, they say 10 years. You're not getting 10 years in here in Georgia, mm. and they know it. You know, I was actually, um, I probably shouldn't say this on the air, but I'm going to. Uh-oh, uh-oh, um, okay, okay. We're, we're going. I, yeah. I, I actually had a phone conversation with the vice president of GAF and was going over a lot of the information. And when I gave it to him and broke it down, hey, look, you know, you got this product. You advertise 10-year warranty. You're never going to get that here in Georgia. You're going to get five years at best. And I broke down all the facts to him of, of what I was doing on my end, you know. And um, it took him three days. But he finally got back to me, and his exact words were, yeah, you you kind of got us by the balls. Because mm. they now realize we're never going to get 10 years out of our shingles down there. So they're always going to be having to deal with. And so, and, and again, the, this is something that homeowners don't realize. Okay, they get these allergy-resistant shingles. They spend all this money, and then they got black lines up there. and They call anybody. You know, they call anybody, and, and, and they're paying, you know, um, and they don't, they don't, they don't have their to. paperwork. Yeah, they don't need to. Um, and then on the other end of that, <clears throat> you know, because insurance companies are making a big deal out of roof maintenance now, whether you have allergy resistant shingles or not, you still have to do roof maintenance. They're going to cancel you for having black lines on your roof. That's a fact. So there's a new tax code uh, this year, 2023, because of all this. There's a new tax code out that allows homeowners to – um, write off a portion of the cleaning. Oh, wow. Up to $3,200. Wow. 
that's on a your lot. taxes. On your taxes, yes. You can now write off up to $3,200 on your taxes under an energy and efficiency maintenance upgrade. Whoa. Yes. I had no idea. Right. And so we're doing all that. Um, like I said, we took the time to get recognized through the Asphalt Roofing Shingles Manufacturers Association. We're recognized through them. We have a certificate of compliance through them. Good for you. Yeah. And so every roof wash we do, we're issuing homeowners this certificate and we're putting, it doesn't go to the homeowner. It actually goes to the address. Okay. So if you ever sold your home, it'll go, to it'll the go, it, it transfers. That's wonderful. Transferable. Okay. Right. And that's the thing. A lot of people that, um, you know, it, it's so important to know what you're getting into because if you buy a home, the warranty doesn't transfer. Unless it's under the home. Truth. Okay. If it's in the person's name, it doesn't transfer. So you buy a home and the real estate agent sells it to you as, yes, it's got allergy resistant shingles on it. It's guaranteed for life. And you're like, oh, great. You get into the home. You have a problem. You call Gaff and they're like, well, you're not the original owner. Right. So there's some things that people need to be understanding when they're buying homes and selling homes. Make sure that if you're spending this money... And you're investing in your investment this way, make sure it's transferable. Yeah, that's a huge selling point. You know, I would think. And I'm dealing with a lot of realtors now, helping them kind of get get to the bottom of this. Um, but basically, how it shakes down is um, th- there's a few different ways that you can you can have coverage on your roof, right from the manufacturer, right? So there's um there's a standard manufacturer's warranty. Um, which covers the product you purchase. Okay. Okay. So that's a standard manufacturer's warranty. Got it. Um, then there's a workmanship warranty, which that covers the contractor that comes to do the work. Right. And then there's the extended manufacturer's warranty. That's the one that homeowners Got it. want. Okay. The other two, mm, <laughs> mm, this last one, the extended manufacturer's this covers contractors' workmanship along with extended coverage for the products. So if you get the extended manufacturer's warranty, you get the other two in with it on top of all the other benefits. Got it. So it makes no sense to just cheat out on a couple hundred dollars. When you could have when it you all. you can covered. have everything. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Okay. Um, now... Um, I just want to get into some breakdowns real quick uh, so people know sure. and, and can, you know, if they hear these words, it might trigger some things for them. Excellent. So IKO is, is a roofing shingle company and their allergy resistant line is called the dynasty performance line. And they say that 10 years allergy resistant, hands down, if you got black lines in less than 10 years, we'll cover it. Perfect. Wow. Okay. So, but that's only on their dynasty performance allergy resistant line. Okay. Um, Owings Corning. I don't really Interesting. care too much for this company. Okay. Um, Interesting you say that because that's the one I've heard of in the roofing industry the most. Yeah, you hear a lot of them. They yes. got they got a really big name. Yes, they and, do. And 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 it's it. You know, they've reached a point where they've gotten too big for their britches. Oh. And um, yeah, okay. I just um, after after talking to them, I just really oh okay. You know, um, and getting them to to, to back. Like, so they have a street guard. That's their allergy resistant okay. line. Okay. Um, and, and they go into it. Um, 
a little bit deeper. They say that they use products from 3M. Um, you know, again, they offer the 10 year warranty on it. Um, and they have it, you know, they say, okay, well, you need to have the approved hip and ridge products on it. Um, they want pro edge, razor ridge or deco ridge hip and, and ridges on it. Okay. Um, and so they make you spend a lot of money to get this allergy resistant coverage. And if it does wind up getting allergy on it in 10 years, Owings Corning is going to try to find a way out of that before okay. they'll find before they'll actually back up their that's work. Terrible! That makes me so frustrated. That, it's, I know that's what they're supposed to do, but at the same, you know, that's their goal. But at the same time, come on, they're really hard to deal with. When you call them and tell them that their product failed, they act like a little kid. They no. want to throw a tantrum. It's terrible. Oh god. Um, now I will say that Certainteed, uh, IKO, uh, and Gaff are not like that. Okay, I've had very, very, very good experiences with them. Okay, okay. Um, and so Certainty, we'll get into that. Um, Certainty's brand is called Streak Fighter. Okay. Okay. You see how they all have these little play on words. They do. They do. Um, and and again, they say allergy resistant for ten years. Okay, so there's the common denominator. Everything's got to do with Streak Fighter or some kind of yeah. play on words. But they, so they all got that going on, and okay. then they all got the ten year going on. That's the common denominator in each. Got it. Um, and what Certainty basically says is pretty much the same thing: allergy resistant properties using copper technology that allow the shingles to uh, release the, the the copper technology over time to combat. Gliocaps magma, which is the black lines that are on your roof. Okay. Now, um, that's what they all say. 10 years, allergy resistant. But here in Georgia, you can't, you can't do that. Okay. Um, you, you'd have to have shingles made of copper if that was the case. Right? <laughs> can you imagine? Now, well, or, but like a, like a copper roof, I can imagine, right? You're all set, but you've, most people don't have that. No, they're doing a com the combo. But if you look, uh, you know, and that's the point I want to make. So copper is allergy resistant. Yes, but it tarnishes. Yeah. It's got patina, right? doesn't it? Like right. it turns green or right. something. Oh, right. I didn't think about that. Okay. So, so, so that's the, that's the, that's the double whammy there. Okay. Yes. They're using copper because it's an allergy. It's a natural allergy resistant, but. It patinas. So if you're using copper technology shingles, it's going to patina up there. Interesting. And, and it's going to create black lines. And now you don't know. Are you dealing with patina or and failure of the copper? Right, or are you bacteria. dealing with glee and caps ah. magma? So it's very, very important that if you're going the direction of this allergy-resistant technology – that you really do your homework and know what you're getting into. Truth. Okay? Because is it worth the investment? A million percent. Okay? If you go with any one of these brands, even though um, even though Owings Corning can be a real pain in the ass to deal with, they still make a great product. I don't want to sound like I'm, 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 I'm dogging them. Okay, right. um, I'm just saying that they're a little tough to communicate with. You know, some people communicate great, some people don't. It's just the way it is. You know, um, I'm sure married folks will agree with me there, right? Right, right. Um, and so, you know, they they make a great product. They're just really tough to get them to do what they say they're supposed to do. Right. There's a lot of there's a lot of banter that's going <laughs> to go on there, right? Yeah. The rest of them are pretty good. 
but but that's just it. You know, um, I would suggest you know to to anyone that owns a home or that anyone is thinking about replacing a roof or or whatnot, you know, building a home. Um, you know, this this goes out to builders that may be listening to this, contractors that may be listening to this. Um, if you're not using one of these companies and you're not putting allergy resistant shingles, hips, and ridges up on these roofs, you're doing the homeowner and your customer an outrageous disservice. You know, outrageous because they'll never, ever, ever have a roof problem again if they use these products. You know. These products, are, they're saying 10 years allergy resistant, and they're saying 25 years to lifetime warranty. I mean. It's the dream. They're putting, yeah, they're putting some really yeah. big, big, big claims out there, and they they will stand on them, mm-hmm. right? So if you're not using these products here in Georgia, I mean, I get it. You know, it's a little bit more money. Some cases, it's a lot bit more money. But, I mean, this is your home. This is your investment. It's worth it. You know, if you're going to stay in that place for the rest of your life, there's some peace of mind knowing that, that roof is good for the rest of its life. If this is just a, a, a star of home or, or, or a, you know, a, a layover or whatnot, mm-hmm. there's some real peace of mind knowing that you got the right stuff up there when it comes time to sell that you're going to be able to get your value, right? And then also for people that are, you know, get into this to, to rent and make money off of being a landlord. I mean, it's a, it's a real peace of mind to, to rent out a piece of property, knowing that the tenants that you have in there are covered by the best stuff possible. And they're not going to call you saying we have a big leak. Right. And now all my things are ruined. Yes. You know, and you, don't, and you have peace of mind knowing you don't have to worry about if anything does happen. Yeah, right. And so, you know, that's, that's the big thing is I, I want to get it out there that look, you know, um, the roofing industry is changing. The insurance industry is changing. Um, roof maintenance has become a requirement. Okay. If you're not getting your roof maintenance cleaned at a minimum of three to five years, you're at risk of being canceled or not renewed. That, that is a real deal thing. Um, how can people find that out? I was just going to ask you, how can people find out even about you? You know, like if they wanted more information on this, because I'm sure this will inspire people to start investigating their own situations. Right. And if they wanted to talk to you about it, what would be the best way they could get in touch with you? 404-431-4576. Call me. It's on my shirt. There we go. Jensen's <laughs> Precision Power Wash and Restoration out of Canton. You can Google us. We're a five-star company on there, and I just gave you the digits. So you got no excuse now. <laughs> Well, Derek, you've just really helped. I think a lot of people have um, a potential way for them to save themselves, like not only money, but like the mental torture, <laughs> you know, when you really know that you're making a good decision, you having that peace of mind can be really priceless. Yeah. And and I want to give another um, plug. You know, you asked me that question. So um, one of the companies that we've um, kind of networked with and, and, and kind of like linked up with um, is, is, Roof advisors out of Canton. They're they're here local in Cherokee County someplace. Okay. Um, But uh, Naomi over at Roof Advisors has been an absolute blessing. Um, You know, we got to talk to her a a lot um, and go over some things with her and share with her kind of what we're doing on our end because – they they're a they're a roofing company that ex, uh, exclusively uses gaff products. Got it. And so I brought all this knowledge to her and said, "Hey, how much do you know about the products that you're putting up there?" Mm-hmm. 
And we sat down and we had a conversation over it. And it turned out that Naomi uh, was actually considering starting to, to, to add soft wow. washing, roof maintenance to, to you know, roofing yeah. companies are starting to add this service. That's amazing. Because it's a necessity now. Yes, it is. It's okay. required, yeah. So a lot of roofing companies are low-key searching out, how do I get a roof washing set up? Right. Okay. And I want to say to every single roofing company out there that's thinking about buying and purchasing and hiring employees to do roof maintenance, mm-hmm. don't. Call me. <laughs> what a plug. Oh my gosh. We need to end there. That was perfect. That was like the very perfect ending. Good stuff. Derek, thank you. You're very welcome. I've had the best time chatting with you. Absolutely. It's always a good time coming in here. Thank you. And, and you, now you get to bring your mom in too. I know like, my this mom's is really visiting. Good. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think Thanksgiving dinner's next. <laughs> You're part Come of the on. family. All right. <laughs> Derek, thank you so much. You are welcome back anytime. We'll follow up again because I'm just so enjoying your journey and uh, really appreciate the time that you get to spend here and obviously really sharing your heart and caring about people. It's not about the money. It's about really helping people. Yeah. It's really about the community and helping thank people you. out. So thank you I for doing next that. year. Hooray. Hooray. All right. All right. Thank you all too for listening to fearless formula on business radio X. And again, this is Sharon Klein reminding you that with knowledge and understanding, we can all have our own fearless formula. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.